You're getting oh, toasted. oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, this this one's for you. I should have played that one. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't, but it's still on here. Uh, Jared Goff still it's in my surprise for the week. <laughs> why? Why is that going to get us in trouble? Like not not like actual trouble, but like Jerkins lotion trouble. <laughs> At least we'll be sponsored. Sponsored by Jerkins lotion. <laughs> oh my god! I'll take it. I will take it. <laughs> we just have to hold up that in a box of tissues. Oh my god! <laughs> what are you guys doing after this show? Well, I know what I'm doing. Not even ten Jerkins minutes into the lotion. episode, and we already have the name. That's great. <laughs> And the audio clip. This is yeah. right yeah. itself. I love it. Yeah, I know what I'm doing after the show. Oh boy, 3 a.m. My skin is so dry. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, he was 5'10, but his dick was like, I don't know, 10'7. I keep shaking my head too much, and it's making my butt go crazy. Oh, God. Is that Tim Tebow crap? Jizzy assured. I will spread for daddy. What's going on, Boda World? It's your boy, Drew Chains, here with Zach, Soggy Boy. And we're back with another wonderful episode of Garbage Time with Boda. Going to take an in-depth look here at some NFL news, some Week 14 action. Take a look ahead to Week 15. You know the drill is the same every time. Welcome. <laughs> you had to be here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think we should kick off with. Um, should mention that we will be joined by Chris briefly. <clears throat> yes, Chris will. Chris will be here shortly. Whenever that do happen, we will welcome him with open arms. But for now, let's talk about the biggest news in the NFL this week. Finally, finally, Urban Meyer is done in Jacksonville. It only took God pretty much everything a head coach can do wrong to get fired. But yeah, he did it. He managed. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, I really have nothing else to say on behalf of Urban Meyer. And I thought Chad Khan was bad. Well, he like, is for not. No, no, right. I understand that, but like, you know, it's obviously Chad Khan's fault for hiring Urban Meyer in oh, God, any yeah. sort of football like, facet. What? Horrible. Yeah, no, terrible. But like, let's let's also not forget Chad Khan is the worst owner in football. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's for James. James and I hate Chad Khan. I don't think that's that really up for debate, and I can't really think of many others. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, Dan Snyder. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but yeah, that that's for, That's that's for different. If uh, that's for different, but equally bad reasons. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, Technically, and... Dan Snyder, in, in that facet, Dan Snyder is worse. Right, just as, as a person. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. I don't. I agree. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, it's final. I, I'm glad to see it happen. 
Um, Jacksonville needed it bad. Like I was talking to you about earlier, they're mm-hmm. averaging seven points a game over their last three games. Oh my God. Terrible. It's, it's been ugly. They got shut out last week. <laughs> and the antics of urban Meyer were not helping anything. Sounds like all the players were pretty happy to see him go. Um, so yeah, hopefully this is a little revitalization in Jacksonville. Maybe Trevor Lawrence will not look like dog shit. Um, but yeah, I think now that we're gonna have some interim head coach situation, I think that means that Jacksonville's gonna run the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially against every single team they're about to play. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. You want to let you know what, Drew? Just just for you, let's take an in depth. An exclusive boat a look into the Jacksonville Jaguars schedule just because yes. you said that. Because yes, I so let's let's do it right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up. That's NFL what everyone's right here now. for, Zach. Yeah, All the zero for, people that in, are here are here. Yeah, to we're gonna see go. The we're gonna go right you now. Just just for you, all you zero people at home. I'm gonna share my screen right now. It's oh, happening. Yeah. It's going live. All right, we're going to a Chrome tab near you. Make sure you shut down the porn, Zach. Yeah. Well, you know. All right, we're going to go right to teams here. We're going to go right to everyone's favorite. You know them. You love them. (laughs) Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, here we are. Let's look. Let's look. Let's look. We have – oh, look at that schedule right there. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a full schedule. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Let's go back. Team, no, it's a team schedule right there. You blew it. Did I I really blow it? Yeah, you really – Ah, here we go. Oh, there it is. Full schedule. Let's just learn. We're not going to subscribe to the. Uh, we're not going to subscribe to that. Keep, hey, listen. Go, keep, go, for for keep, all the go. for all the bad things that the Jaguars have done this year, they did beat the Bills. They did six. beat the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> what, who else did they beat this year? They beat the Dolphins. Yeah, that was who before the beat? Dolphins became the second best team in the league. Yeah. Oh, look, they beat the Cowboys in preseason. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, what else did they do? Uh, oh yeah, that's right. They lost like seventeen straight. Um, let's see. Ah, uh, yes. Well. They have a good chance to beat the Texans. They have a good chance to beat the Jets. And yeah. Drew, Drew, for you people at home, Drew, I I want you to explain to our loyal followers how in the actual hell that team can beat either of these two teams. Please go. Go. I'll give you, I'll even, I will even be generous and give you 13 whole seconds. Go. All right, well, they got no chance against the Patriots. That, that's good. But the Colts, dude, the Colts could fucking implode. You know, no. They yeah. could implode, but all you got to do is hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor. You literally Always don't away, have to do Always anything. Away. If are, nope. If you are the Colts, you don't even have to put out an offensive line. Snap the ball directly to Jonathan Taylor. You win that game 40 to nothing easily. Yeah, I mean... It's a couple weeks away. It's week 18. Maybe maybe they won't have anything to play for. Maybe Jonathan Taylor will be on the bench. Come on. That's how they have a chance to beat one of those teams. You asked for how they could have a chance to beat one of those teams. That's how they could beat one of those teams. All right. Well, let's remove my screen because I did did see a little Santa Claus enter the chat here for a second. So let's pop pop him right in. I know he, 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 he kicked himself out. We're going to pop him right back in, and that is Chris. Chris, what's going on? All right, great chat. Um, he'll, <laughs> he'll come back in when he's ready. He'll come back in when he's ready. But anyways, uh, 
Yeah, no, Jaguars running the table, Drew. You're, you're not going to happen because I didn't realize they still had the Patriots to play. But uh, you try, you tried to pull that on a Patriots fan. I mean, come on, seriously, that I you, you were asking know. for. It. But that's what I'm saying. I know you didn't know, but like, come on. I still think they can beat the Colts. Listen, like I said. Oh, by the way, for those of you at home that were that were keeping score, wow, he's he is babyface. Holy crap. Oh yeah, it um, sucks. I got rid of the beard. Um, the Lions have officially been eliminated from the playoffs. Therefore, there will be no forehead tattoo. Um, Fuck the Lions. I'm, I'm free of my bet. Dumbasses. Literally, it, it literally only took a week, which I think everyone was was kind of <laughs> planning on for it to happen. But anyways, but anything more than a week, you should have been shit in your pants. Honestly, if if they had lived to fight even another week, I probably would have like conceded a little bit and like done something small, like made like like made my my like Twitter hashtag like go Dan fucking Campbell or I don't know, whatever. (laughs) Dan Campbell. Imagine if they actually beat the Cardinals though. If they finish off the Vikings, beat the Broncos, and beat the Cardinals, I would be shooting bricks for you. That would have been amazing. Would have been fun. Would have been fun that thing. But Chris, now that you are here. Didn't even hit 10 minutes, so good job on keeping your word. Thank Drew, you. Why don't you transition us into what we do best? Let's do it. It's time to get into the week 14 review, baby. <laughs> and uh, let's, let's start There it needs off, to be dude. like some sort of we need to like have a I, I I gotta make like video buttons like we can we, click we week 14 and, and like like something like that. I don't know. Something that pops out of you that says I, I know what you mean. I know yeah, it's gonna grab you by the nuts. Yeah, let's let's do uh week fourteen review. Yeah, like that, that works. <laughs> Chris, all you're right. uh, you're gonna start us off, so go ahead. Yeah, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Heading it back to week fourteen recap. Uh, my game of the week, um, Monday night game. Hilarious. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, this this one's for you. I should have played that one. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't, but it's still on here. Uh, Jared Goff still in my surprise for the week. <laughs> why? Why is that gonna get us in trouble? Like not not like actual trouble, but like Jerkins lotion trouble. At least we'll be sponsored. Sponsored by Jerkins Lotion. <laughs> oh my god. I'll take it. I will take it. <laughs> we just have to hold up that in a box of tissues. Oh my god. What are you guys doing after this show? Well, I know what I'm doing. Not even 10 Jerkins minutes into the episode lotion. and we already have the name. That's great. <laughs> and the audio clip. This is yeah. right yeah. in itself. I love it. Yeah, I know what I'm doing after the show. <laughs> Oh boy, 3 a.m. My skin is so dry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, Chris. Chris, your game, please. What is what is your game of the week for week 14? Rams versus Cardinals. NFL. I know I said this last week the Rams had a chance to do this. And I was kind of serious, kind of not, because it's the Cardinals and the Cardinals were on a heater. But the Rams came in and topped the Cardinals 30 to 23. And a hell of a game, what it should have been, it was more just like an, I mean, still game of the week because of the two teams that played, but the Rams are back. Um, Matt Stafford, 23 for 30, 287 yards, three touchdowns in the air. 
not an amazing stat line, but he did what he needed to do to get the win, and they get the win. Uh, we got Aaron Donald with three sacks for the Rams. Obviously a huge help on that defensive side. And uh, Kyler Murray went 32 for 49, 383 yards, zero touchdowns, and two interceptions. He also led in rushing, I believe, with 79 yards, I think it was. I forgot to put that in there. But so Kyler still has the numbers. The team, is the Cardinals have a, as a whole, just couldn't finish the game off. Um, and I think the story really is the Rams defense coming to play. They had the two big interceptions. Like you said, Aaron Donald was wreaking havoc for Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. And Kyler just did not look himself. That that defense was giving him fits. So. Exactly. But his stat line shows that he's still uh, producing and doing what he needs to do. But just how off he looks. He wasn't able to score. That was exactly. the problem. Exactly. It all means nothing if you can't get the ball in the end zone. Exactly. And, um, but I mean, I think this game just goes to show don't count the Rams out, but also those Cardinals, if you don't pressure Kyler like the Rams did, he's going to put up insane amount of stats. So don't count the Cardinals out either, but watch out for that Rams defense as well. Yeah. Uh, the Cardinals don't look like what they did to start the year. That's for sure. Um, hmm. I don't know if Kyler's injury has anything to do with that. They gave him a lot of time to heal, so I wouldn't imagine so. Um, but I no, I think, I think more of it is just credited to the the defense that they were facing last week. And it was yeah. a damn good one. 100%. But I think also when we kind of look, which we're definitely going to get more into, I know, in the in this podcast, but how you can't really take any team as up to par right now between the injuries and the fucking COVID and everything that's going on right now. I don't think there's a single team that is at their top. You know what I mean? So that's something we also got to look out for. Fair. Um, Real quick, two notable games from this week. I wanted to add in Um, Bills and Bucks, Brady's Clutch and Bears Packers. Uh, I just wanted to say quickly how the Bears defense did exactly what I thought they might, what we thought they might at the beginning of the game. Uh, Per usual, they give the Packers a run for their money. And then I don't know if Rodgers wakes up from his catnap, what the fuck happens, and then the Packers just destroy him. It's like that, you know, flicking them off their shoulder or something. I, I don't know if the Bears put it on themselves, but it was a great game until the Bears decided to completely just shut down. And then obviously it was a Packers game from there. Yeah. And I think, like you said, that's kind of the story of Packers bears recently is the bears get after it early. And then Aaron Rodgers says, all right, yeah, no, fuck this. It's time t- time to put you, you little baby boys to bed. <laughs> yeah, um, I know it's getting late for you guys, isn't it? And the story of that game, the only reason the Bears were even semi in that game is because the Packers' special teams looked fucking horrible. Absolutely awful. Jakeem Grant with the 97-yard punt return touchdown after he did a loop around the fucking... It's like, how? How do you let something like that happen? And there were a couple other situations where in the game where they, they just the special teams look sloppy as shit. 
Mm-hmm. The offense and defense look really good. I I have no complaints. I, I think the offense woke up. That was one of my gripes from the Rams win. Um, <laughs> motherfucking God. Um, we've had so many cornerbacks. Rasul Douglas, my dude. Unreal. Unreal. Another pick six. Becoming a key part of the defense that they're going to let walk at the end of the year. I've been over that. Um, but no, they got to keep him. But no, I, I am very happy. It was a good game. And yeah. Yeah, I just, I can't believe the Bears do what everyone, you could see it a mile away. And then literally, like you said, Rodgers is like, yeah, it's getting kind of late for you guys. Uh, <laughs> you know, let's put you to bed. And then the Bears are the most quiet team that you've seen in the league, you know? They have nothing they, to show for themselves. They are the most predictable team in the league right now. Oh, 100%. You so know exactly what they're going to do all the time. And again, that stems from Matt Nagy and them. We've had that discussion before. So, Yeah. But it just, it's just crazy how they have that type of energy going into the game to start the game off. And then all of a sudden it's like, where they lost, completely lost. So I, I think that that comes down to the coaching aspect of things. I think that they go into the game with that energy and – I think Green Bay is just a much better coached team. I think Matt LaFleur is a phenomenal head coach, and I think that they make the adjustments throughout the game, and Chicago just can't readjust to it. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that a lot of that comes down to the coaching. Because when you go into a game with that kind of energy, if you have any consistency on your sideline from your coaching staff, they're going to make sure that that energy is kept up. They're going to counter everything that the other team tries to to do to sap that energy this chicago is not the team that that's going to work for mm-hmm. unfortunately a lot of good players that are just kind of wasting away over there yeah, yeah. um i mean I'll, I'll add to that a little bit and then um uh i mean to me justin fields looked like he is a i don't want to say talent I mean, obviously, he has the talent and skill set to be a good NFL quarterback. I think that he is starting to realize what it's going to take for him to succeed Um, as an NFL quarterback. I mean, got drafted by the Bears. He's in a tough spot. Um, I mean, the Bears have been a team in flux for a good while. They had that one good season, I think, the year after they got Khalil Mack. And, you know, he's he's been good for them, but hasn't it hasn't been what they had hoped. He hasn't drawn... I guess, you know, with a guy like Khalil Mack, you would have figured, oh, well, we don't just have Khalil Mack, you know. We're going to get any kind of uh, star player, any, you know, star power coming in um, through free agency, through any kind of trade speculation now that we have Khalil Mack. Players want to play with Khalil Mack. And it really hasn't panned out the way that they thought it was going to. And um, on the offensive side of the ball, they just haven't been able to figure it out at all. I think they need to turn... They need to make a big move at quarterback. They need to go get somebody that's been in the league, that's been around, that knows what the hell's going on. They keep drafting rookies high and just trying to develop them by throwing them into the fire, and it's not working. It, it is just not. Their offensive line is not good enough for that, period. And I, so I think they need to go find a veteran quarterback that can lead that offense. 
and Andy Dalton is not the, the answer. I mean a good veteran quarterback. You need to go and like make a trade. I don't know. Anyways, let's move on to no, the game. <laughs> not Zach is gonna chime in. <laughs> no, I'm making sure all the I'm making sure all the banners are all set. Go. Is this one working? Me? All right. It's over. Oh boy, that's gonna get us in a lot of trouble. Um, all right. <laughs> How is that gonna get us in trouble? Can you explain again, this again? Sponsored by. Uh, let's go right into my game of the week, which I called last week. Hold on, just a heads up. If we play that video two more, like too many more times, I'm gonna have to take a break from the podcast. <laughs> That's the kind of trouble Zach. All right. Well, Drew has been removed from the podcast. Make sure you use our sponsored Uh, lotion. Jerkins. We know what Drew's doing. Yes. (laughs) Yes, Please use use Bodo lotion and Bodo tissues, please. Thank you. Look at Drew. It keeps that skin in top-notch shape, you know? Oh, you bet. James is spitting a bottle. All right. Um, Bodo Jerkins. My game of the week is going to be Bills Bucks. Um, I will just go into quick little points for this game. Brady and the Bucks rolled, rolled, rolled. The most of the game, Bills came back, made it a game. Did 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 you guys watch that game? No. Chris. Uh no, but I saw the highlights. Okay. Well, as 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 someone who has experienced what Tom Brady does. Sitting there, once they went to overtime, I knew exactly what was going to happen, and I knew exactly how it was going to happen, and it did. I knew I knew the Bucks were going to win. I knew Brady was going to throw a touchdown pass in the game. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Like, death, taxes, Tom Brady winning in overtime. Inevitable. What happens when you win the coin toss 100% of the time you go to overtime? Yeah. I mean... Sure. Yeah. 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 Just saying. The fact of the matter is, like, I mean, I guess if you want to take anything from it, it's just how Brady can see a defense so well. If you want to really take anything from it. Because he read that the Bills were lined up horribly, and he read it like a fucking book with his eyes closed. He you could he didn't even have to open the fucking cover to know what was going on. He throws lobs the ball right there and it's a fucking touchdown. What was that? What did you say, Zach? It was three, four plays in? Three or four plays in. I mean, he has, Bashad Par- he has he has Bashad Perriman on a on like a three or four yard slant right across yeah. the middle. It so was a if, Brady special. If yeah, it, what's that? If yeah. you, take, you can hate Brady as much as you want. Yards after catch. Exactly. And if that's what I'm saying is if you want to take anything from that, even if you hate Brady's guts, so fact of the matter is if you slip up in front of Tom Brady, you're going to get exposed for it. And that's what happened with the Bills. Listen, all all my years of playing Madden. All right. I'm going to tell you something. Let me let me learn y'all something real quick. Oh, it does. Oh, it does. If you play man on any kind of slant route. And you catch them on the opposite side of that slant route on the, the like the tail end, they got they got room to run. So if you don't cover that that slant route the entire way, if you give up even for just a second, that's a tud. That's a titty right there. Touchdown. All day. Look what happened. 
Enzo. Six points for six points for Brady and the Buck, and another loss for the Bills, who look even worse than they possibly somehow could have than the week before. Well, I mean, after an embarrassing loss, to they the somehow got that game to overtime. They somehow they somehow got that game to overtime. You're absolutely right. On the back of Josh Allen. And then the defense couldn't make a stop in overtime. Just saying. Sure. Just saying. But that, that's enough for me. Worse than they did against the Patriots. Well, the Patriots game was a whole different story. I don't think they looked as bad as they did against the Jaguars. <laughs> That's also true, but they are they're sitting at seven and six right now. Yeah, they're not doing too hot. It's not pretty. No, it is not pretty. No, no, no. Anyways, uh, I think we have one more person, and we're already at twenty five minutes, and we haven't even gotten to disappointments or surprises. So that's all right. Let's we already went through my disappointment, basically. And all right, well, so that sounds that's good. That's good. All right, Drew. Go. All right, my game of the week was the 49ers and the Bengals. Another overtime game. Um, 49ers were winning fairly handily, and then Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase worked some fucking black magic and brought that game to overtime. And then Brandon Ayuk. Spoiler! That's one of the plays of the week! But yeah, it was a Spoiler. great game. Um, Burrow looked really good in the second half. Um, Debo Samuel continues to just be an all-pro running back for no reason. And yeah, I think that kind of sums everything up. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, cool. it's weird to see both of those teams where they are, considering two years ago the Bengals were an absolute train wreck and the 49ers were 13-3 and three and just made it to the Super Bowl. And now they're kind of on opposite trajectories. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what trajectory the 49ers are really on. They're kind of on an upward trajectory-ish. They're kind of on an upward. They're kind of on an upward trajectory, but I, I'm I'm more or less talking about. Well, think about it like this, right? You have a guy in Jimmy Garoppolo, thirteen and three, brings you to the Super Bowl. That's your guy, right? Two years later, you draft another guy because you you're not sure of him. Joe Burrow comes in, has an okay season, and then gets hurt. So you're unsure if he's gonna, you know, like he already tears his ACL. What are you doing? And now two years later, he's your guy. So I that I, I guess I guess in in, in perspective of a quarterback situation is, is how I kind of see it. But, um, you know, they have the same record now. Yeah. So hmm, interesting sure Two former Super Bowl teams that played against each other. Tidbit. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Boomer had something to say about that. But, <laughs> um, uh, all right. Yeah. I'm sure he mentioned something. Week 14. Uh, disappointments. Disappointments. Go ahead, Zeki. All right. Well, I'll take it. Uh, I don't think I don't think any other any other team has made my list more than the Raiders have this year. God damn, are they a disappointment? Because they made my list four or five times too. Yeah. What is wrong with this team? They have the weapons to be good, but they just they disappoint me every week. They're the especially Raiders. against the. Especially against the Chiefs, I thought this would be a competitive game. I thought the Raiders would be able to take care of business because the, the, oh. Chief, the, the Chiefs were just still trying to figure it out. Man, was I wrong! You're never, never think that the Raiders are going to get anything relevant done. 
I know. I know. They they mm-hmm. are just and it's always something. It's always even when they're playing well, their fucking coach gets exposed for some bogus ass emails or their emerging star receiver kills somebody. It's like what the fuck is happening there? What is going on in Las I, Vegas? I, I don't know, but like I'm I'm chalk I'm chalked to just say that the Raiders are my NFL yearly disappointment and I will not put them on my list anymore, but <laughs> come come season review time. I will I will I will just let go. I will oh, go we're going off. off on the Raiders. We'll go off. You know, I agree with Drew though. The fact of the matter is that they do everything oh, to stay out of the news and it just follows them. They can't. They they, they the media is they're a media magnet. They I don't know what it is. It's, it's, I mean, it kind you kind of have to expect it too from the first team in Las Vegas. All these guys in Vegas every day of their lives, you know, obviously there's going to be a good amount that fuck up over there. But at the same time, it's like, holy shit, at what point are you like, do they take the team to the side and they're like, guys, what the fuck is going on, dude? Do you have people walking themselves in their houses with guns? The fucking owner, the coaches, the team, everybody, get every fucking person that's associated with the Oakland Raiders in a room and just go... Fucking sort your shit. Exactly. Don't get me started. Do not get me started on Bullcut Davis. All right, because I will. I will have a field day on this man's haircut. All right, field day. We're good. It's like it's crazy though. The Raiders. The Raiders are a perpetual shit show. End of story. Yeah, hundred percent. The Chiefs. Blah blah blah. Yeah, they look good. Good. Good for you, Chiefs Nation. Suck a dick. To be honest, we can touch on that real quick. Because Mahomes is kind of getting outdated still. And I'm not saying that he's not a great quarterback, he, but he doesn't look good. He doesn't look okay. He's being carried. I, I, I'll, exp- I'll expand on this just, just to appease everyone at home because I know they love some soggy sadness. Um, <clears throat> he doesn't look good. No. Like, I, I don't know. I don't no. know what people are seeing, but if you watched any of that game last night, he looked like ass. Well, even the that we can fourth, take fourth Kelsey's and one. touchdown. It, without Kelsey there, that would have been they would have had to overturn the ball. And the only thing that Mahomes is decently good at is getting the ball out of his hands this year. And Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, without those hands in the mix right now, Mahomes would not have the wins that they have. The Chiefs itself wouldn't have the wins that they have. Oh, and and you go even further into it than that. Like obviously, yes, they have the weapons on offense to make Mahomes look good, even when he's playing like shit. But the defense has really been the story. They're the ones that have carried this team over the last six or seven weeks. They're the only reason this team has a winning record right now is the defense. Yeah. Okay. And they're also working with an offensive line that's pretty much completely overhauled from their offensive line of the last four or five years so there's adjustment there there's a lot going on but for someone like Patrick Mahomes that comes in plays two years and everyone's like oh this dude's the fucking best quarterback of all time you you expect a lot more especially with those weapons you can't blame an offensive line issue that's fucking asinine at this Mm -hmm. point Mm -hmm. okay he's not all right sorry no no no. I was just I was just gonna say like 
yes, I will absolutely give credit to the Chiefs defense for being able to turn things around. You know, they they have been able to do some good things on defense recently. Okay. Has anyone has anyone looked? Has anyone even looked at the teams that they've played and what those teams have had on offense? While this this historic defense of the Chiefs has has been doing so good, why don't, why don't we take a look? Why don't we? I I'm again facetious hyperbole. Chiefs fans are all over the internet, fucking shouting this shit out. It's it's. It's no, it, it's decent. Their Listen, defense I, is decent. I know. <laughs> At best. I know. At absolute <laughs> Historic mess. turnaround. Yes. And it's like that every time the Chiefs fucking have a good season, though. At one point, their offense okay. fails and their defense takes over. And everyone's like, yeah, the Chiefs have it all. If, they, if it's not the offense, it's the defense. The defense consistently has been decent. There has okay, not, ready? I think... The Five defense years ago, cost maybe them a the chance defense. of the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Exactly, but then failed in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? No, okay. The AFC Championship against the Patriots. If D Ford didn't line up offsides, that it's game was damn well over. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, pick. <laughs> let's let's okay. Let's go through this really quickly because I just want to. I just want to show you. Ready? Okay. The first couple weeks they gave up a crap ton of points. They beat the Browns. Whatever. They still gave up twenty nine points. They lost to the Ravens, gave up 36. Lost to the Chargers for the first time, gave up 30. They beat the Eagles 42 to 30. They gave up 30 points to the Eagles, which, you know, Jalen Hurts is is not a scrub by any means. However, this is the Eagles we're talking about. Lost to the Bills, gave up 38. Beat the football team, gave up 13. Whatever. It's Washington. They were terrible in week six. Lost to the Titans. So right now they have losses to... Baltimore, the Chargers, the Bills, and the Titans. So, right off the bat, all of the division leaders and or wildcard teams, they haven't beaten. They haven't beaten. Then this defensive turnaround, the Giants, they beat 20-17. to The Giants puked all over themselves. The Packers, Drew, I know you could go off on that one. Who Jordan was playing quor- love was who was, quarterback? Who was playing quarterback? Jordan Love. Who looked what like was a the score? What was the done. score of that game, Drew? Uh, it was what, fourteen to seven. Thirteen to seven. Thirteen to seven. Thirteen seven. The the Chiefs, meanwhile, on offense, have been <clears throat> dog shit. <clears throat> but focus on the defense, right? Okay, cool. You gave up seven points to the Packers. Whatever you whatever you want to say about that, awesome. All you had to do was stop the run game. Jordan Love, unproven quarterback. But sure, whatever. You want to take Jordan? Fine. Bad. And he looked terrible. Just an he looked terrible. Okay. Then you beat the Raiders 41-14. Okay. Yes. Big win. I'll give you that one. The Raiders uh, were were fine. It's only the Raiders. Four, yeah, 14 points. It's still the Raiders. The only one that I'll actually give the Chiefs defense is the Cowboys game. Nineteen nine. Gave up. You, you only gave up nine points against the Cowboys. That I will give to you. That was their best game all year mm-hmm. on defense. Then you have a bye week. Then you beat the Broncos. Whoop de do. It's the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Then you beat the the Raiders again, forty eight to nine. Which again, that again, 
whatever, fine. <sighs> Still gave up 28 points to the Raiders. The Raiders should have won that game. Raiders should have won that game last night. Sorry. Sorry, Chief Sands. Raiders should have won that game. Um, they left way too many points on the board. They went for they went for fourth down like five times and only were like one for five on fourth down. Hmm. The Raiders, the, the the Chargers puked on themselves and had 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 a chance. Not even a chance. They had the game. They had the game in their hands. Mm-hmm. All they had to do was drive down the field about 30, 35 yards in a minute and 10 seconds and kick a field goal. Mind you, Dustin Hopkins, still a really good kicker in the NFL. So they had plenty of chances. Sure, the def- the, the Chiefs defense made a play at the end, stopped him, got to OT, and let Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey do the rest. But the Chiefs are frauds. I'm sorry. Even, the Chiefs that's are the thing, though. It's not even Mahomes that did that. That was by far just a look and a throw pass, which is everyone can kind of read Mahomes now. He's not anything special like he was. If we look at the Super Bowl of last year, excuse me, he was making plays that were ridiculous. Now, granted, they lost 100%. They lost. But the plays that he was making, his receivers weren't catching. He was... Still doing unreal things and again, now, and, and again, he's just throwing the ball, and it's just ending up in someone's hands. And it's Tyreek Hill and Travis they Kelly. literally had Chad Henney in three games last year, and looked better than Patrick Mahomes did is doing this year. So I, I really don't want to hear it. They literally took that man from high school football, coaching high school football, and plugged him into that offense, and he did perfectly fine. That was Matt Moore. Who did I say? Chad Henney. Sorry. I don't know why I thought Chad Henney. But anyways, yeah, Matt Moore. Same thing. Same person. Literally same person. But Yeah, still, it's the Chiefs, when they're relevant, their fan base runs back to the same two things. And if we want to talk about fan bases, get – I honestly feel bad for Patrick Mahomes, and I'll say this once and we can move on. He has the most cancerous family. I think, and if I was him, seen... I wouldn't even. I'd, I'd be afraid to walk off the field. I would stay in the goddamn locker room, away from me and my family. Did you see the? Like, uh, did you see that tweet that the that uh, Kansas City bar tweeted out against Jackson Mahomes? He got oh banned from that bar, and it's beautiful. I I, beautiful I hate them. I hate them with a passion. But anyways, Chris, we'll move on to your disappointment because Drew technically already went over his, but. Mm-hmm. I have two disappointments. Um, my quick quirky one: Lions for ruining their playoff chances. God damn it, you sluts! But more importantly, that's a that's the, a clean forehead right here, boys. Right here, clean. <laughs> act like the Lions controlled their own destiny. The <laughs> they did. They we talked about God damn it, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell was sitting in his room at home, like just willing other teams to lose. <laughs> The man walked on the scene and said, I will bite your leg off. And if you goddamn think he doesn't have control over his own destiny. Let's stop for a second and just give Dan Campbell some motherfucking credit. Yeah, he he is by far the best head coach the Lions have hired in a Mm -hmm. very, very long time. The players actually seem like they want to be there playing football again. Exactly. And so they they have a future ahead of them, but they're still a meme for now. 
Oh, they, they, still, they did have Jim Caldwell mean, for a while, so let's let's not forget that. But we need no, to I, press Dan, where Dan it Campbell is. has revitalized the spirit of that team better That's than I've seen a head coach do in a long time. Yeah, no, Which I agree with you. I, I like I like Dan Campbell. Um, it'll be sad to see him go next year when they decide to no, hire some that's fucking the thing, though. They can't let what him go. Guy, it, they've already they committed. They said that they're not getting rid of him this year and they probably plan on three years with him. And he, that's he the kind of head coach he is. Is when you bring a team to 2-10 and 1. Uh, what are they now? 2-11 and 1? I'm sorry. 1. They have exactly one win, Chris. I'm sorry. You're right. 1-11 and 1. Oof, jeez. Um, the, the point being is like Drew said, the players want to play football while they're there. It's not a cancerous environment. It sounds like, yeah, they have a lot of pieces to pick up, but the chemistry that is there is working and to the point where that's they... where you can't go anywhere if you just keep changing your head coach every couple of years because you're losing. Mm-hmm. You need to have some consistency, and they're not going to get better than Dan Campbell. They're, they're not. They need to build the team around how he wants to build the team. And they will eventually win if he remains the head coach for a couple of years. If they are able to draft a guy like Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan to be a game changer on defense, they will have the pieces that they need to actually build a roster. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Although Jeff Okuda has a great pick break, a couple but... years ago. Yeah, that wasn't great. No, bad. And they have a chance. They they got they got a chance. But anyways, yeah, Chris, did you have you had two, right? Yes. Um, so one, the Lions, goddamn you, you sluts. Although I do appreciate Dan Campbell. And they'll find their stride. I think we give them time, they'll find their stride. Two, while we're talking about switching head coaches out, year in, year out. The Jaguars for waiting this long to fire Urban Meyer. Um, I mean, we kind of knew in the beginning that it could be a publicity stunt. Not a publicity stunt, but you took one of the greatest college coaches, uh, one of the great college coaches, and you just threw him into a system where it was. I have so much that I could go into about this, but it, it looks as though Urban Meyer way of coaching was a threat-based type hey, of way. <laughs> make that kick, goddamn it. Kick you in the leg. Exactly. Fucker. And that's because college <laughs> players can't sit at the time, couldn't do anything to him. If you talk back to the fucking coach, you were gone, you know, and you weren't making any money. It's now he's in a place with big boys that are like, dude, I fucking earned my right to be here. And then... You're you're taking things out on other people. The team, the the whole scheme of things, the team, the staff, the players wouldn't weren't trusting him, and he's going out. And if he did that stunt in college, it'd be like, ah, whatever. You know, my coach is trying to get laid. No big deal. Yeah. When, he's, when you're getting paid millions that, of dollars, that picture, that picture will forever oh, yeah. stain his oh, legacy. That it was just terrible. I, I think that two the... different worlds. The and he re- found it out the it's hard way. two different worlds, and you know going into that that he's a shitty person. 
you know going into that that he's pulled bullshit with his teams before. Yeah, like, that's that, the that thing. That was just a terrible, terrible situation to put your team in. And, I mean, just from a, a general basis, we haven't seen a college head coach come into the NFL and perform well in, in how fucking long? Mm-hmm. Who's the last one that really tried? Chip Kelly? <laughs> come on. We've had a lot of coaches Jim go Harbaugh. from NFL to college. John Har- Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, that's different, though. He had that special style. He had a special style that worked in the NFL, and he had a really good team that he came into coach. Exactly. Chip it, Kelly it came just in goes... coach a shitty Eagles team, and then um, Urban Meyer's coming in to coach a shitty Jaguars team. It's. Mm-hmm. I think it just goes to show that what is you can get away with as a college coach is very different in the NFL. These guys are making the money to be here. Now, obviously it's changed a little in the college world now, but these guys had to earn their positioning. They had to earn their pay and they have to earn their job. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that college athletes don't have to earn anything that they have, but in the NFL, they're not there to fuck around. And you know, you know what I mean? The coaches are mere, a, I want to, how do I want to, in addition to the team, more as a disciplinary measurement for the team as they can be in college. Urban Meyer is a disciplinary coach, and that's what he's known for. In the NFL, that doesn't fly. That type of style does not fly. And when you attack your own team and you make yourself your own target and you make yourself look like a fool, your team's going to let you know for that. And so my disappointment is the Jaguars knew a long time ago that urban was not going to be a fit. Now it got to the point where it takes a kicker coming out and be like, this guy just fucking kicked me, dude. My cat's throwing shit off my bed. I'll kill you. Anyways, right, I, I, I hate to be this guy, but we do need to move on. We are 45 <laughs> we minutes in yeah. here and only on disappointment. So I'm going to make the executive decision this week and say we are skipping surprises because I don't think there's anything that really. All right. Why don't we why don't we just why don't we just give our quick. quick surprises? Go, Chris, go. Uh, Quick surprises. Oh, man, you put me on the spot. Oh, the league's handling of COVID again. Terrible. You're dumb. Good. You're fucking dumb. Not NFL. good. Not good. All right. My surprise. My surprise. The Atlanta Falcons. Decent surprise. Cordero Patterson, 500 yards on the ground, 500 yards to the air. He's been the team's MVP. Kyle Pitts, 700 yards receiving. Hasn't been as good as I thought he was going to be, but 700 yards for a rookie tight end is actually really good. Um, They're 6-7. and They're in the hunt, I, I believe. If they win this week and everything goes right for them, they'd be in the playoffs sitting next week. Didn't think I'd see that coming from him. Just got eliminated. Yeah, they should be all right. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's very surprising. Very surprising from the Falcons. Uh, they're yeah. they're a lot better than than people are giving them credit for. Agreed. Um, my surprise was the fact that the Bears put up a bigger fight than I thought they would in the Packers game. That's all. Special teams that bear. Accurate. 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 All right. Accurate. Right into. All right. Both exactly. All you baby. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to get us right through this, baby. Don't worry. All right. Ah! Bonus. Ballin' plays, excuse me, of the week. We're going to start off with a clip that has absolutely no name. Just a bunch of dots. This one's for you, Drew. This is what Drew described as the only throw. No, sorry. A throw that only two 
quarterback wide receiver tandems in the league could make. Quote, quote him, quote him. He is shaking his head. Yes, that is confirmation for yeah. the clip. Went to the end zone. And it's pulled down. What a catch. Mike Evans. Oh, my goodness. He just rose the ladder and went up over. And Mike DeHyde, who's having an outstanding year this year as well. These safeties are really tough to go against. Had a perfect angle. But this ball... Only someone like Brady and Evans can this actually be. The fact that he still has Gronk and has Mike Evans in the red zone is terrifying. Yeah, Chris Godwin. Terrifying. He literally has an option to throw any kind of ball he wants. He has two people that will catch whatever he throws. Oh, yeah. 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 Terrifying. Terrifying. Anyways. Moving forward, we'll stick to that game because we have another clip from that game. This clip is brought to you by Chris and Boda's Jergens. Um, number 700 Jergens and an overtime winner as week. a bonus. Yeah, Chris, I'm going to use your Santa hat as, as a tube sock. <laughs> all year. And here he is on third and three from the pocket. Connecting. That's Perriman taking it all the way. There's Can't wait two to get... things. Two things that stick out in this clip that I want to get into real quick. One, the fact that that was Tom Brady's 700th touchdown, and the guy sprinting over to collect the ball before the ball ends up somewhere it's not supposed to. That dude, Don't let that, my dude is, the ball. that dude has a tough job this year. There's a lot of milestones that he's 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 been passing this but, year. But they, what do you think happened before that though? They were like, grab him to the side, and they were like, dude. I swear to God, you got to get that fucking ball. Do you know, you know, you know, someone like Barstool or like one of those like comedy sites is going to come up with a video, like a training video for that dude. You know, <laughs> didn't, didn't think this year would be crazy, but this is how they've been training me to get all those balls. We have some, if we have time, we'll get into some Barstool shit later. But, uh, all right. Last, we should ball. Anyway, the second point Ugly. of that. Is what happens. The second point of that play is what happens when your defense doesn't even line up correctly, because that's mainly what that play is about. And that if Tom Brady is going to expose you, well, it lined up correctly. It was just a terrible play call. Terrible scheme. It was a terrible scheme for that scheme. Correct. They did not line up incorrectly. I explained this earlier. They went. They went complete man coverage with no safety help. Yes. All right. We know what happened. Next play. All right. This is the second overtime touchdown winner from week 14. One that I think is a much better play. No offense, Chris. Um, this is Brandon Ayuk. Air Ayuk for the W. Garoppolo flips it to the near side. And this is Ayuk close to the goal line. He's going to be marked out at the one. Oh, what a play call. And uh, he launches. I, I don't know. I can't see from that angle. This one might be able to tell it. Ooh. Oh, boy. I, They're taking a look at it. They're I think he might have. I think there's a chance he might have got it in. The question is, was one of his feet... 
Just spoiler, spoiler thank, alert. Thank that was a touchdown. Plays of the week banner for covering his feet on every right. angle that they well, first, show. <laughs> first and foremost, all right. Can, yeah, I didn't can we make take the, this off. <laughs> I didn't make the angles. All right, Drew. Second of all, it you made the ball banner. It wouldn't be a ball and play of the league, the week, and an, and an overtime winner. I know where you live. I took the banner <laughs> off. Can we watch it now? Where we can see his Fine. feet. All right, whatever. Garoppolo flips it to the near side. And this is close to the goal line. He's going to be marked out at the one. What a play call. And... He launches. I, I don't know. I can't see from that angle. This one might be able to tell it. Ooh. Oh, boy. I, they're taking a look at it. <laughs> that is the angle. That pro, That is the angle right there. Can we talk about how he <laughs> almost... Without That wasn't even me. I know. That was so dreadful. He All right. almost has 12 feet of airtime. That's fucking impressive, dude. 12 feet of time? Airtime. 12 feet of time? It's almost four yards, dude. What? 12 feet is not. I'm sorry. Of, in, of 12 feet of being in the air. That toe drag saves him. Like halfway, but that that fucking impressive. The that was very body impressive there. body control. Twelve feet of air time. <laughs> oh, sorry, moving, I haven't had a beer forward. in like three weeks. Moving so on, week fifteen. Before I have an aneurysm. All right, week fifteen games to watch. Let's do this quick. Let's do this easy, boys. I will give this one to Mister Jerrigan himself, Chris. My game to watch this week: um, Pats versus Colts. And I think that this is going to be a great game. It's probably the biggest test for the Patriots defense, which uh, we know that the Colts and JJ, Josh Taylor. That's fair. Fucking, we do. There's a JJ Taylor. We have him. I, so. it's, he's on the paths. Yeah. yeah. But a huge, 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 huge games lately. He has been the sole propi- proprietor of the Colts. And their successes. So Pat's defense needs to be on their game. And toughest test for their rush defense. If the Pat's defense can come in and be clutch like they have been, the Pats can win. <laughs> Loading ahead. Loading ahead. <laughs> I think the whole team needs <laughs> The whole team needs to be ready if the Pats can win this game. But it's going to be yeah, a true I test, I think, for offense and defense, mostly defense, to win this game as a whole. Well, I mean, throughout the entire season, the Patriots' defense have proved time and time again that they're a top-five passing defense in, in the league and, and a top-five scoring defense. Rushing has always been something that they've they've struggled with. Yes, but they have Kyle Van Noy back. They have Kyle Van Noy back. Defensive ends. Um, hopefully they they get Kyle Duggar back and Adrian Phillips. Adrian Phillips and Kyle Duggar are the best safety combo in the league, hands down, right now. Um, and uh, Christian Barrymore, amazing mm-hmm. run stopping, like presence in the middle. But 
I'll mm-hmm. move forward. I will give you my game to watch, and I'll head over to the floating head that is Drew. Um, my game to watch is actually going to be Cincinnati-Denver. Um, yes, Drew, I can spell Cincinnati. I'm not going to do it here for you because I don't want to expose myself. Um, <laughs> but uh, seven and six teams, um, it'll be a good matchup. It'll be interesting to see. They're both teams that are, I, I guess, not opposite, but Cincinnati relies on their offense with defensive plays here and there. Um and they have a pretty, pretty good passing attack. Um, the Broncos seventh ranked defense, even without Vaughn Miller, which is surprising. But seventh ranked defense, Patrick Sertain the second has been phenomenal. What a pick for them! Um, has just has been a staple for that defense the entire season. Um, and another great pick, uh, another great pick, Javonta Williams has been their their beast in the backfield. I mean, they they have they have had a, a serious rookie draft, a huge reason why they're seven and six in an AFC playoff hunt. Yeah. I'm picking I'm picking the Broncos, by the way. If you didn't if you didn't know this, but on to Drew. My game of the week this week is gonna be the Packers and the Ravens. I think it's a huge game for both teams. Um Ravens really need a win to stay on top of the AFC North. Uh, Packers could really use a win to help in acquiring a number one seed for the second year in a row. Um, Do the Ravens really stand a chance, though? No, not really. I mean, they just lost to the Browns. Their entire secondary has torn ACLs. Um, They're bad. Lingering on the offense. Lamar's looked kind of shit the last. He's also Lamar been, he's been battling an injury. Three, you know, Lamar Both hasn't practiced the last shit. three days, right? Yeah. So I I don't know. I, Tyler Huntley made some nice throws, actually. Um, he had that one dime down the sideline to Rashad Bateman. Get a watch um, out for Mark Andrews. That's... Right, but I the Packers defense is fucking good, really, really good. So. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't think they have a chance. Listen, you'd be doing me a favor. You'd knock them down a peg. I'd love that. Hate the Ravens. Um, all right. Let's move on to blowout watch. Any blowouts you see coming this week, boys? Do we yeah, all have the, the same one? The Cowboys and Giants. Oh. Cowboys, Giants? Cowboys, Giants. All right. Okay. I don't think, that, don't think that really needs a explanation it's the giants <laughs> me and so. zach have the same one zach would you like to uh <laughs> voice it uh yes arizona and detroit <laughs> period no no I mean, explanation come needed. On, man. If, if that <clears throat> if that game is not won by arizona by more than 20 points that is an l an oh, absolute you get a tattoo l. on your forehead no detroit fuck you plus 20 no, I, I, I want to know what the spread is for that game because Oh, they, I think I looked. I think it's 13.5. They're they're at Detroit, which I mean having having home field is whatever, mm-hmm. but like give me one second. That's gonna uh, be a 13, really bad game. 13 flat is the spread, which I am very, very shocked. That's extremely low as the spread for the Bills Panthers is twelve. So Oh, well, I have the I have I'm my put on the right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, my blowout watch, Chris's blowout watch, Arizona blowing the doors off of Detroit. Uh, I mean, that should just be a given. 
if it doesn't happen, I'll be shocked. But mm-hmm. um, let's Agreed. move on to our final thoughts, boys. If we have surprises, if we have any any notes for next week, anything like that you want to talk about, we can even talk a little bit about that Chargers Chiefs game from last night as it is week 15. A little bit of week 15 recap already. So we can do that if you'd like. If not, we can save it for next week. No big deal. Um, but I will give it over to Drew. I'll give it to Chris after. I'll end us, and then we'll go from there. All right, Drew, final thoughts, sir. Uh, my only final thought is I think that Seattle has a chance this week to beat up on L.A. Um, Russell Wilson over his career has been very good against the Rams. Seattle's actually looked pretty decent. Looks like they're – I mean, they did play the Texans last week, but still um, – it looks like what they have to work with on the field right now is feasible. And um, I still don't trust the Rams completely yet. That's it. So I was actually looking at this game and I kind of agree with Drew. I think that after last week's rim win, we can try to kind of trust the Rams, but of all teams, I would expect to upset the Rams. The Seahawks would be one of them. Mm, And Russell Wilson knows their weaknesses. Yep. I mean, it's it's completely feasible. I could see that as an upset, especially with the, all the COVID cases. You know, the Seahawks' defense is absolutely putrid. However, most of the Rams' offense is is down for the count, so you, you could you could you could see them holding them <laughs> in check at least. I'm sorry, my throat is so fucking dry. <coughs> that Have sucks. you had any jerkins? Uh, um, no, that's not that's not throat lotion, Chris. That's yeah, hand but lotion. if you had jerkins, your throat wouldn't be too dry. <sighs> um, yeah, no, I agree. I I agree with you guys though. Russ Russ is the QB that historically has upset the Rams. So I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Final is that your final thought? That was my final thought of all. All right, time. Chris, give me your final thoughts. My final thought. Is ow, this cat just dug into my skin. Nice, Um, moving on. Thank you. (laughs) My final thought, and it's a surprise. Uh, I have a feeling the Browns lose to the Raiders this week. I know we talked about the Raiders being statistically fucking bad, but uh, the Browns game has finally been postponed from tomorrow to Monday, which is not really doesn't change much. Uh, the team won't have everyone back. That means that the backups cannot win this game for the Browns. The Browns are in a slump as it is. Yeah, they just beat the Ravens barely. But the Browns do not have the chemistry from their backups, their second and third strings, to keep to break the pressure during this week. And this week is big for them. Um, uh, no offense to James if he's listening. I know he's a Browns guy, but no I just is. don't think... They have the skill set from their second and third strings to win this week against the Raiders. And I would not be surprised at all if they lose. They can't even trust Baker right now, and they have to go to their backup quarterback, which I believe <sighs> is Casey Keenum. Nope. Who is no. it? Nick Mullins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, well, I don't really see that as much as much of a surprise seeing as though the teams are basically have the same record. Um, I mean, 
I could I could honestly see the Raiders losing this game because they have a habit of puking on themselves. But they also so. have a habit of winning in random ass situations. So it, this game could go either right. fucking way. Yeah, th- this this game's a mulligan, anyways. Yeah, I mean, but the Browns need this win more than the Raiders do. The Browns beat the Ra- the Ravens. The Browns are in the playoff run right now. The Raiders are not. Right, I understand it means something, but what I'm saying is, it's like, I don't know, like, sure, it's gonna be a win on either side, but if you're the Browns, it's like, okay, cool. The Raiders are not that good, even though they're six and seven. And if you're the Raiders, it's oh well, the Browns have literally second and third strings in right now, so of course we were gonna beat them. So I don't know. You can you can see it from either side. I, I agree with Drew. But any more thoughts, Chris? That is my final thought. All right. Well, I will wrap us up, boys, in a nice little bow. My final thoughts for this week. Can I get a Cam Newton W this week? You bet your ass I'm going to. Can't wait to see the Bills lose again. Third time in a row to another former Patriots quarterback. You think the Bills are going to lose to the Panthers? I think the Bills are going to lose to the Panthers. 12-point spread right now. 12 points spread. Lose to the Put my money down, boys. Damn. Money line. If Chuba Hubbard gets going, he's going to gash the Bills. Mark my words. Mark my words. Um, I don't know which quarterback is going to end up playing for the Panthers. I mean, they could they could literally pull anyone out of a hat. Um, I don't trust the Panthers, I just trust the Bills even less in this situation. Um, I, I just, I, I just don't, I don't trust this Bills team anymore. Um, you, you know, go from last year, then being a wagon, losing in the AFC Championship. You thought, all right, this is all the motivation that they needed, and then they just have completely fallen apart. I mean, they started off the season really good and just haven't been able to continue that success moving forward through through the, the rest of the season and. <clears throat> You know, the Patriots have a two-game lead on them in the division. Like, this is a do this, this really is for the Bills a do or die game. Because if they lose this game, it's almost all but over for them in their playoff hopes. So I, I'm really I'm really looking forward to seeing if the Panthers can sniff out that blood and take advantage of it. We'll see. We'll see. But the Panthers have weapons that can take care of business. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Just saying. Just saying. But that is my final thought for this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. We ran a ran a decently long show today. Hour and five minutes. Hour and six minutes. So that's pretty good. But uh, as always, for Chris, for Drew, I am a soggy boy. You know where to find us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Yes, we are on Stitcher, boys. We are on Stitcher. We are on YouTube, TikTok. Literally anywhere you can find a podcast, we're most likely on there. Um, Check out all of our content. Like I said, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Check out our YouTube videos. All of our podcasts, podcast specials. Um. We are looking forward to starting some YouTube segments, so check those out in the near future. Check out the blog. We're going to be putting more stuff up on there so you guys can read our little blurbs. 
and articles and such. Check out all that cool stuff on our website as well. Thank you again for tuning in. For the boys, soggy boy, stay soggy. Stay yabo. Bye. I hate you. <laughs>